yo, yo. What's good, BTB Army? And to all my new listeners, welcome to a brand new episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. I should say the world famous award winning top 40 business podcast. And by the way, did you know that we're number one in Botswana? In fucking Botswana. All right. Your boy is large in Africa. By the way, how rude of me. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. the Wash Lord, the Wash Lord of all lords. Okay. The Forrest Gump of hip hop. And by the way, have you ever noticed, not ever, not even once, not ever, not in 142 episodes have I ever called myself a jeweler or the jeweler to the stars on this podcast. I've never done that before, even though I am. But what I'm not is a jeweler who sells CVDs. <laughs> but we're going to get into that later, okay? We got a great episode today. Donald Trump says he's not leaving the White House. Everyone is getting the Rona. I'm doing a full review of my brand new 2021 Cadillac Escalade. I'm giving away a $36,000 gold Rolex president with my boy Kai Bentley. Yes, no scams. I'm really giving away a motherfucking gold Rolex president. A 2020 new gold Rolex president. All right. I got my official Dodgers World Series box sets. And guess what Dodger player I collabed with for a dual auto? Linda Carter, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, is still fine as fuck. Tom Cruise goes the fuck off on people not taking the coronavirus serious. And did I mention I'm rocking to you live from the city of San Francisco? All right, and we got a lot more on a brand new high definition VVS Clarity episode of Behind the Baller. Yo, Dust Brothers, let's fucking go. Okay, so Tom Cruise is filming the latest Mission Impossible movie. I, I don't even know what fucking number they're at right now. I think it's like MI7. I, I don't know. But he went the fuck off on some crew members who aren't taking, you know, COVID-19 seriously. And, yo, Miles, can you do me a favor? Can you play a quick clip of, like, the most livid moment Tom Cruise going off with these motherfuckers? So look, 
people were praising him and he was trending on Twitter, right? And he was fucking, you know, he, he did a good thing, righteous thing. You know, for he was trending for being so safe and taking the shit serious, right? And then you got dudes who were just like, this fucking guy, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Yasher, Yasher, Y-A-S-H-E-R, Yasher Ali, Yasher Ali. I don't know, dude, but he definitely don't know his ass from a hole in the ground, okay? And on top of that, this motherfucker has a 49er hat as his fucking profile fucking picture. Like, like, look, I'm so sick of this fucking guy. Anytime I see a fucking tweet from this guy, it's just some bitch shit, all right? I don't know anything about dude except that he's a journalist and I've read... A good amount of his tweets are just some people retweet his shit. He works for or he writes for the Huffington Post. And like this dude just got to make up his fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? Like literally like one day he's a crip. One day he's a blood. You get what I'm saying? Like not literally, but I'm saying like, bro, pick a fucking side. Okay. He's cock blocking on Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. And look, I will get into Scientology in another episode because I dated a chick who was deep into Scientology, her whole family, Scientology, all that shit. And yeah, I get why people don't like it. Whatever. And I'm, I was generally curious about the shit, mostly because they um, are a nonprofit. They don't pay taxes. You know what I'm saying? The, the Church of Scientology. And yes, it's fucked up. It's spooky. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, but one of my favorite movies is Bill Maher's Religulous. Or Religulous. Go watch that movie. You haven't seen it yet, by the way. But bro, Yasher. Unless you got hard evidence claims against Jerry Maguire, then shut the fuck up with your Mr. Me Too fuck shit. I slapped the fuck out, you B. Like, this is why we can't get shit done, okay? Now, I'm not condoning fucking Scientology. I don't fuck with Scientology. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, look, Tom is trying to get this movie made and done safely and he's going off on some dickhead who probably had his mask under his nose or is probably coughed who fucking knows right and this guy wants to talk about some alleged people that tom hurt okay look i've never said this on the podcast but my sister yeah my sister my older sister Jean, right she was tom's stylist for over 15 years i don't mean like oh she did a couple photo shoots no she was on Tom's payroll 15 fucking years, okay? My sister was super tight. Well, my sister used to own a company with Katie Holmes called Holmes and Yang. Like, my sister was working with Tom when he was with Nicole, okay? He didn't wear a t-shirt without my sister's say, okay? There has been hundreds of covers from Vanity Fair, you name it, Vogue, all that shit, GQ. My sister styled all that shit, all right? By the way, my sister is Jewish. She is not a Scientologist. And I'll get into that when I can later. And I don't know how much I could talk about, but look, I know a decent amount about dude, Tom Cruise, and his son, Connor Cruise, is still a very dear friend of mine. It's a close friend of mine, right? It's my guy. My point is, let's just say this guy, Yasher, Yasher, like, got into a real bad car accident, okay? And he's hanging off his fucking tire off a cliff, like, holding on for dear life, right? And let's say, like, Tom Cruise is there to save him. Does he say, no, fuck you, you're a Scientologist, you hurt Kelly such and such, and you hurt these families and ruined so many lives, so uh, I can't let you save my life. 
Like, is that where he's at? I'm just, I'm just curious. Do, do you guys get where I'm going with this? Like, bro, I hate people like that. I hate people like Yasher Ali. Fuck you, bro. Like, it just, I, I don't get it. Like, again, look, if someone has some hard evidence, you know, there was hard evidence against Michael Jackson, even though I still don't know, you know, whatever. There's hard evidence against OJ. There's hard, there was no real hard evidence against, and again, I know, dude, I'm not being biased. I'm just saying, like, I know, but like, He's doing something in a good way. So you want to focus on the bad shit and be a bitch. But like, th this shit doesn't make sense. You, but you, would you let him save your life? You probably would. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, sure. Um, now, COVID-19 is raging all over California. Okay? It is fucking bad. My car detailer got it. All right? Like, one of my agents got it. 18 more of my friends have got COVID-19. Like people I talk to weekly got this shit. What I want to know right now is what the fuck is wrong with all y'all? Okay. Some of you I love dearly, but come on, man. You can't be caught slipping like this. Some of you guys got newborn babies. You got older family members at the house. Like, God damn. Look, I can't fuck around no more. Okay, I've got tested like shit twice in the last 30 days, right? I had to break out my N95 masks here in San Francisco. Like not even the KN95. Like I'm legit rocking 3M respirator N95 mask, okay? I got an N100 just in case I got to go somewhere fucked. Like the hospital, God forbid, I don't know. But listen, guys, please take this shit serious. It is not a fucking joke. Like, this shit is fucked up, all right? Now, change the subject, right? I took delivery this past Monday evening of my brand new 2021 Cadillac Escalade. And it is fucking tits, okay? Now, yeah, it's not a Senna. It's not a fucking 918 Porsche. It's not, look, it's still fucking dope, Shout out to Jay Photoglow at Suburban Cadillac of Costa Mesa for getting me one of the very first Platinum Onyx Package Editions, okay? One of my boys got his a month ago and he hits me and goes, motherfucker, you late, man. I got that shit months ago. I was like, no, bro, shut the fuck up. You said you got your shit months ago. No, no, you didn't, bro. You got your shit exactly one month ago. And I seen your shit, bro. You got no options. You on Chrome. You ain't got no Platinum Package. Fuck out of here. Right, but yeah, my shit is loaded, fully loaded. Side note: Thank you to Tony Gilfoyle for plugging me with your boy Jay. By the way, fuck Donald Trump. If you guys didn't know, fuck Donald Trump. Right? I love your sister Tony, but fuck her boyfriend too. Back to the car. So I actually own the very first Escalade twenty years ago, and let me tell you, when that shit dropped, it really changed the game. Okay, it fucked up the luxury SUV game. It gave Range Rover a run for its money for real, for real. Okay, now over the last 20 years, it's been the shit. There's like a cult following with the Escalade. And each time they came with a new model, they killed it, right? There was maybe one model, I don't know what year, model, whatever. There was one model I didn't get when it came to the Escalade. But this year, they went harder than a bitch, all right? They weren't fucking playing. Like, they really stepped up the leather finally. This is the best leather interior 
Cadillac has ever done to date. They finally, they upgraded to an air suspension, like how the Porsche Panamera got, but this is like on a whole different level of smooth, okay? Sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. That's actually an option for the air ride. For the new air ride, that's, that's actually an option. This thing drives like a Rolls Royce Ghost. No cap. This shit really is that fucking smooth, okay? And no matter what mode you're in, sport, fucking mountain mode, or whatever the fuck it is, car really drives better than any previous year Escalates, okay? Now, for the first time, they offer an Onyx package where the grill, the wheels, the trim, whole black murdered out package, okay? The headliner is black. They never offered this shit before. Now, this shit looks cold, even in white. Get that Stormtrooper look going on. But, yo, I got the all black on black joint. The Alcantara headliner is so fucking nice. The panoramic sunroof is huge, okay? I didn't get an ESV. Because the car is already big as fuck. You know, I got the regular size joint. And this car replaced my minivan. Sorry to my boy Paul from Van Culture. But yeah, I sold my minivan actually to another Filipino. By the way, to my pote Jeff, owner of Riff. And um, by the way, Jeff has a full family as well. And uh, we needed a legit luxury seven-seater. And this shit was it. We had considered a couple things. I had that Alpina um, BMW Alpina XB7 coming. I was like, yo, this wasn't going to have the space. My wife was like, still looks soccer momish. Then there's a the brand new GLS 63. And my wife was like, nah, just soccer momish. So, you know, we're like, fuck this. We had our mind up, got the Escalade and, and don't regret it at all. Um, they finally made a fucking actual third row seating arrangement in the fucking car. Like, in the previous Escalade, in 2019, 2018, whatever, it had a little five-inch step. Like, you had to go up like a little, little fucking, like, little embankment. And it was, like, fucked up because that fucked up the space. So your head and shit, like, you know, if you're a grown-ass adult, you know, the third row is for London and Ryder. And maybe my, my mother-in-law, if it's like, if it's, we're running a full seven, right? But, you know, you don't have to worry about getting all cramped and shit back there. It's spacious, right? The trunk space on the 2021 model is even bigger than the previous year, right? And the overall space for seven people is comfy as fuck. Now, this new model Escalade is eight inches longer than the previous model, and it's okay, okay? I won't get too deep into all the gadgets, but they did all the shit that Range Rover did except better, all right, even the tech, I'm going to be real with you right now, the tech is better than Tesla. It's really that crazy. They got the illuminated fucking caddy logo off the side mirrors, you know, going down like how the Range Rover got. I think Bentley and Lamborghini got it too. I forgot if I, remember Lambo got it as Bentley. I'm fucking confused between the Bentayga. Anyways, to open the trunk, all you got to do is put your foot under the car. But you know what? Most of the time, like Benzes, Beamers, they, all that shit, that shit don't work. You look like a jackass kicking your foot underneath the fucking bottom of the car. On this car, you just got to find the Caddy logo. You'll see the fucking Cadillac logo. You just kick that bitch, and the motherfucking trunk opens up. It's got the hatch, too, right? This motherfucking car has two 13-inch rear monitors, all right? Big-ass monitor, like little two MacBooks in the back. You could stream movies on that bitch, play video games with. I already connected an Amazon Fire Stick on one HDMI input, and I got my kids Wii U. Because it's got two HDMI inputs. And oh yeah, this car has six 
fucking USB-C outputs, okay? It has a couple regular USB outputs, but it has a USB-C, which gives your phone even a faster charge. This is the first car I've ever seen with built-in USB. It has six of them motherfuckers, okay? I went fucking crazy on Amazon and bought a bunch of motherfucking USB-C to lightnings, you know what I'm saying? And just, yo, the sound system on this new model is the best they've ever had, okay? You know, Range Rover has Harman Kardon, fucking Benz has Burmeister, McLaren has Bowers and Wilkins, you know, and fucking whatever. Anyways, look, they got AKG speakers in this car. If you've ever been in the music business or you've ever had like took serious shit about like studio sound and stuff, you would see AKG speakers. The shits are lit. I've never seen that before in a car. Must have been the first time ever. They got 32 fucking speakers in this car. All right, am I saying it's 22? There's over 20 speakers in this motherfucking car. There are speakers in the roof. There are speakers in the fucking headrests. It sounds like a concert hall. Like, you don't need to get subs and all that shit. It is perfect. It's fu- If you want to fucking blast your shit, it's literally concert sound. And one of the best things for all you parents out there, if you are a parent with kids, for those of you who own a minivan or maybe a Suburban, who have ever owned a car or own a car with a third row, you know how hard it is to talk to someone that is sitting back there or for them to talk to you or your kids or whatever. You have to turn down the radio. You got to fucking like make sure it's fucking not out loud outside. And you know, it's like you can't talk to your kids, right, without yelling, okay? You don't have to do that shit anymore. If you have the new Escalade, you don't got to worry about that shit no more. So let's say your kids are planning a fucking mutiny against you, right? They're out there whispering, talking shit, Well, look, you could hear those little fuckers now, all right? They made this little feature that has these microphones that you can activate, and it's even in the middle seats, the middle row, the back front, everything, and you could still listen to your music, loud, quiet, medium, chill level, whatever. You can listen to your music, and you can drive and talk as if the people in the third row are sitting right next to you. You could hear them perfect. They don't have to scream nothing. You could hear it perfect. It is a fucking phenomenal option. And yeah, you could turn it off if you want to, but yo, look, it's just insane that I don't have to yell. I was like one of the biggest fucking things from driving to fucking Legoland, going to San Diego. I'm like, Ryder, stop fucking around. I don't have to scream anymore. It is just, it is incredible. Like I said, you could turn it on and off. It's just mandatory. It is a great fucking option. Now, the rear view mirror, no, not no regular shit, okay? It is a 24-7 HD streaming camera mirror. That shit is more accurate than any rear view camera I've ever, fucking on rear view mirror I've ever seen. I've never, it's like crazy because it can be pointed at any direction. Like the, I can't explain it to you, like how do I fucking break this down? You can have the mirror be whatever. It doesn't have to be like, you know, when you look in a rear view mirror, you gotta adjust it. You don't have to adjust it. I can get out of the fucking car. My wife could get in and it doesn't matter. She could look at the camera and it's super clear. I could see the fucking spokes on the wheels of a car behind me. All right. By the way, there are 13 cameras in the car, so you'll never have a blind spot. And of course, there is an option to have the dash display augmented reality, which is pretty much an HD front camera of the road. It is fucking ill, all right? I've 
man, I've already posted videos and people are like, what the fuck is that? Shit is lit. It is fucking so crazy. Um, the dashboard is so modern technology. It's got three touchscreens. Center console is big as fuck. It is beyond fully compatible with an iPhone or an Android. Um, I actually think an Android might even work. But anyways, it's got the latest technology Apple CarPlay out of any car out right now. Okay. I don't know what else. I'm trying to think of what the fuck I'm forgetting. But this bitch got balls too, by the way. Okay. This motherfucker got horsepower, got torque. It's got a big ass fucking 6.2 liter V8. Um, there's just too many gadgets. You know, and when you're driving, it's just, again, it's like fucking the lap of luxury. Okay. It has the sickest new OnStar. They have this fucking new exclusive deal with Sirius XM to where you can go to on demand Sirius. If you have a Sirius account, you go to on demand Sirius and you can fucking listen to old episodes. You can listen to any episode of Howard Stern you want. You can go and listen to episodes of all kinds of different on demand shit. All right. Now, one of my favorite things is let's say you're driving and you're like, fuck. I have to be somewhere or whatever. I can't watch the game or whatever. And look, you got your favorite team, Lakers, fucking basketball, football, baseball, whatever. Okay. They have an option on the Sirius XM. No other car has this where you could listen to, let's say, for instance, I want to listen to a Seahawks game or a Lakers game. I could listen to it in real time, legit play by play. All right. I don't know, man. Car is pretty fucking awesome. Remember, I have motherfucking double R. You know, we got the range, autobiography, and all that shit. This car is fucking incredible, right? And side note, shout out to my boy AC, the owner of 4G Auto Wheels, for getting me a sick-ass set of 24-inch 4Gs. Um, I didn't do 26s because my wife and kids will be in this car. You know, you don't want to have that drama with skinny-ass tire and stuff. Like, you know, this is the car that we're going to fucking drive, like, for real, okay? My boy AC made me some custom BB logo like, you know how you've seen BB logos on my fucking Ferrari wheels and stuff? He made floating center caps like the ghost. Shit is crazy. Can't wait to post this shit. But anyways, yeah, that's the quickest review I could give about this uh, Escalade. I love it. It's, you know, I've only driven it fucking 90 miles now. But look, if you're in the market for a luxury seven or eight seater, go get one. Okay. Remember, you could obviously make this car a five or six seater. I got the rear captain's chairs, right? And um, you could just lay that third row down for extra truck space, all right? But until Rolls-Royce or Range makes a seven seater, this whip is going to be with the Yang family for a long time. Okay, enough about that. Yo, Miles. Yeah, you already knew. Throwing that lakey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that LL. All right, listen, let's get to a quick commercial break and I'll be right back with some real shit talking. Now, uh, Dick Stain Donald just said for the third or fourth time, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but he said it a few times now, right, that he ain't leaving the White House. You stupid, dumb son of a dick. The Secret Service will drag your punk ass and your shitty ass family out of there. Take Barron's bitch ass too. 
It is over for you. You lost the recount. You lost 59 lawsuits on January 6th when they do the Congress recount. You're going to lose that too. Bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? I truly can't believe there are people out there who don't see how pathetic this man looks. It's really the most delusional I've ever seen a person like But you know what? The best news, just read this article the other day, the best news. One of the heads at Twitter said in a Forbes magazine article that once the inauguration happens, like once they fucking swear Biden to office, they are going to ban Donald Trump's Twitter account. All right, his at real Donald Trump. Some dude was like, I said this shit in the comments somewhere. Was like, you fucking dummy. You didn't read it strong enough. They're going to give the account to Biden. Really? They're going to give Biden at real Donald Trump, you stupid, dumb motherfucker? No. I'm talking about his actual account, not the POTUS account, his actual account. They're going to ban that cocksucker for heavy abuse of spreading misinformation. Thank God. All right. That is going to be a lovely day. Okay, do you realize how fucking apeshit Donald is going to go? Dick Stain is going to lose his fucking mind. Like, that's like all he fucking does. He loves Twitter. They're going to fucking, yo, this shit's going to be the best shit ever. The only reason why Twitter hasn't fucking banned him now, that's why they keep putting those fucking goddamn, you know, like those uh, warning notices and shit. This is fucking false information, blah, blah. This is wrong, blah, blah, whatever. Only reason why they haven't banned him now and fucking took his account away is because there's a clause where it states that you can't block a world leader or some shit like that, whatever, I don't know. But he just says so much crazy shit. Yo, he's just gotta fucking go, all right? No more talk about Dick Stain. He's done for this episode. Now, as some of you may know, don't know if you keep up with the hip-hop shit and all the gossip and everything, whatever. I don't keep up with a lot of it, but yo, man, I had no choice, right? There's this rapper out of Houston, Texas, named Sauce Walker. He is fucking hilarious, by the way. He went the fuck off two days ago on his Instagram account. Yo, he spazzed the fuck out on Elliot, a.k.a. Eliante, a.k.a. should have went to Elliot. Like, bruh. So many people sent me this fucking video and like, to be honest, I didn't even know until yesterday that he mentioned me in the caption. And to tell you the truth, I don't even know why he mentioned me because I've never privately or publicly mentioned this dude Elliot's name, okay? But the crazy thing is he went so hard at Elliot that Elliot had to fucking make his page private. He limited his comments. Motherfuckers were killing him in there. Like, one of the comments I guess he didn't delete, it said, should have not went to Elliot. And that shit has like the top comment. But anyway, funny thing about me is I never act civil. You know I'm a petty motherfucker. I live for that shit. If I got beef with someone, I got every type of beef with you from taco meat to Wagyu. Okay? And I kept it chill with Elliot. Right? I even had dude in my jewelry documentary, Ice Cold, which he didn't even know that it was my documentary until I told him. I could have been a hater and not had dude in it at all. But you know what? That's not my style. I included the people I thought were important to the jewelry game, okay? 
But after yesterday or two days ago, what I don't appreciate is that I heard this fucking retard told Lil Uzi and Playboy Cardi not to fuck with me. And the funny thing is, Uzi hits me up for random shit here and there. I don't give a fuck if Uzi don't get no joy from me. I don't give a shit. I really don't. I made his best piece he's ever had, period. Okay? Two of them. His top two best pieces are from me. All right? Cardi, I haven't seen a dope piece on Cardi. No offense, whatever. And that's my dog, you know, his Og fam, whatever. And I know he's on his own thing and he's got his own little cult following or whatever. But it's like funny because like Cardi hit me up and want to get like shit cleaned up my store and whatever. And look, like for him to tell them not to fuck with me is so funny. Like on some like, I ain't going to make shit for you. I got to give you a discount. But like, really, bro? Like, never have I ever told a single client of mine or an artist or anybody, I've never, ever told somebody not to go to another store or another jeweler. That is some real hoe shit, okay? I talked to DJ Mustard. He's one of Elliot's big clients, right? I made some epic pieces for Mustard, too. I must have talked to Mustard over 50 times during this pandemic, hours upon hours. Never once did I mention jewelry to Mustard, not Ever. He sent me up about shit like, I think one time, oh man, I gotta get some new pieces. I didn't even just, I just ignored it. Okay. You know what? I just think it's karma. Even though I don't believe in fucking karma, for lack of a better term, it's what it is. He must have burned the wrong dude. And um, now I know why a lot of these guys don't rock with him anymore. Like Trippy Red and whatever, and Amigos and fucking, I guess Uzi don't fuck with them anymore. I don't get into joy about Uzi. I don't really care, right? I just remember back in the day, he sold Young Thug a fake AP and a fake Watchbuster called them out, and I don't know, whatever. And it's just, I think dude has, um, what the fuck is it? Asperger's? I don't know. He, he's off, a little bit off, right? He had, Elliot had Cash XO say some slick shit to me, um, like it was gonna affect my pockets. And I've seen it. He didn't reply back, whatever. And even I'm cool with, obviously, you know, with Sal, Lamar, me and Abel, cool, whatever. And I know that's their fam, that's their team. But you know what? Like, he said some bitch shit to me, whatever. I, like, ignored it, right? And even Lamar, who's my dude from XO, he had no idea why Cash would even come sideways at me. And the funny thing is, I don't even go out of my way to go kiss people's ass and do all this funny ass shit. There's a lot of dick suckers in the industry, you know, spend money just so they can show that you support people, this, that, whatever. Like, I don't know, man. That's just not my style at all. Um, rumor is that Future, rapper Future, bankrolled Elliot's business. And uh, I don't know. Good for him, I guess. All I know is this shit is going to hurt, dude. And uh, I kept it cordial with homie. He was on some weirdo shit, right? Fuck it. I wasn't on some snake shit. Like, I'm not tripping. I don't need to steal no ideas, no styles. It We're totally different people, okay? What I didn't, I was like, that didn't annoy me. I was kind of like, like, you know, like, you might have an itch on your back. You're like, yo, boom, like, it's not a big deal. And then, like, someone broke your arm or, or broke your leg or, you know, you got sick or you got a virus. It was like these kids that don't know shit. They're broke as fuck, don't have the money to fucking buy a piece anyway, whatever. They would try to put me up against dude. Because he makes a lot of rappers chains, right? And I think most of them don't understand that I wouldn't even consider making those dudes chains. And I'm a different guy. You know, there's guys in my company that would fucking go, why not, man? Go, do, Bro, go do what you got to do. Why are you asking me? You know what I'm saying? But off top, I don't do discounts, right? Not saying Elliot does discounts and stuff, right? But like, there might be ways he can cut corners, I guess. I mean, obviously now with all this shit that's out there, I don't know. But my question is, what defines a dope jeweler to these kids? You know, like, I'm just curious. Clients? Like, is that what it is? Okay, I win. Like, 
it's not even a contest. I win, right? Is it styles? You know, designs? Let me think. I, I got official collaborations with Takashi Murakami. I got official collaborations with Kaz. I have my jewelry on Christie's and Sotheby's auction blocks. I went fucking jeweler of the year, jewelry designer of the year, GIA. I have shit. My jewelry has been in museums, like in fucking Paris, Tokyo, New York, with goat artists like Monet, like fucking Warhol. Like, okay, I won that too, okay? Is it money? Is that what defines a dope jeweler? Money? Now, come on, man. Stop playing, man. Like, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm only semi-addressing this now because Sauce Waka broke the ice, okay? If I ever addressed it before directly, even subliminally to Elliot, it would sound like I was hating. But I'm not the one being accused of using CVDs, okay? Uh, I think I need to get, um, what I need to do is I need to get Mr. Flawless uh, Greg Yuna back on the show so we can discuss this shit. You know what I mean? Like, he'll do another jewelry, I don't know, top jeweler shit. That shit stirred a lot of motherfucking, that shit fucked people up. Anyways, speaking of which, when I made my jewelry list and I called out other jewelers, I want to, like, clarify something real quick, okay? I am not fake jewelry buster. Never was, never have been. Don't talk like that. No idea who the fuck dude is. Don't care. I am on another level, truly, all right? And lastly, I wanted to say this, and just because I just felt like, you know, I heard some shit through one of, like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put the dude on blast, whatever, but I had heard that Shine that I was talking about them, so I just want to say this on the record. I got no problem with Joe from Shine Jewelers in Philly, okay? There was a misunderstanding due to a post my post was real vague when I was calling people. I said Philly Jewelers. And I got to say, look, I have no knowledge of Shine Jewelry Store ever using CVDs or that funny shit, right? HPHT, Clarity Enhanced Stones. I don't, I don't have any knowledge of that, okay? Wasn't speaking about them. In fact, that 18th Street Baguette piece that they made for Meek is one of my all-time favorite pieces, Okay, so, and speaking of which, I need to go hit up Complex again, because we were supposed to do this two years ago. I need to do an updated Complex top 100 chains of all time list. Um, and, yo, that's it. I don't want to talk about it no more. That's it for that bullshit, okay? Guys, let's talk about the hobby real quick. It is getting hot. It is getting close to the end of the year. It's getting real exciting, okay? Thank you for the tremendous outpour of love from my latest Project 2020 card, my Jackie Robinson card, which thank you again. It sold very well, okay? My very last card drops in two weeks. That is my Sandy Koufax. That is it for Project 2020. It is my last fucking card, okay? So now let's talk about some drops on bbdtc.com, all right? This Friday, which is tomorrow, tomorrow around 9 a.m., Somewhere around 9 a.m. or so Pacific time, I am dropping a heavy-ass autographed set, okay? As you know, I have the official Dodgers, okay? Official Dodgers licensed, MLB licensed shit, okay? Dodgers X Tops official World Series commemorative World Series set, okay? This shit just came in. 
I was kind of late getting them because I bought fucking 300 fucking boxes, right? Did a bunch of giveaways. I'm going to do some giveaways here too soon, okay? Chill out. But tomorrow, Friday, I'm doing a huge fucking collab with my boy, Jock Peterson, a.k.a. world champion, young Jock of the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, all right? Tomorrow, we're dropping a dual silver autographed box, right? We're doing dual silver autographed boxes tomorrow, limited to 31 boxes. Of course, they are numbered from 1 to 31, okay? Jock's number has always been 31 with the Dodgers, so we did 31 boxes, dual autographs. We're selling them at a very low price. They will go up for sale tomorrow for $333, okay? That is a fucking steal for a dual. I wasn't even fucking selling my single Project 2020 card. This is a World Series set. Did I mention I was the only person to get, to even do an official commemorative World Series set, which, yeah, they'll be, you know, sold. They sold out, obviously, on the top side. So I think, I think Dodger Stadium probably have them again. They're retail 100 bucks. Look, you might not want to sleep on this release, okay? And this is going to be sick. 1 of 31, dual auto, Ben Baller, Young Jock, all right? Um, next week, I think, well, yeah, next week, I'm going to drop a 1 of 10 Gold Auto Dodgers World Series top set. Okay, it's going to be totally separate. It's going to be a little different. And I'm going to drop it at a super low price as well. Okay, that's going to be next week. Now, this Saturday, which is the day after tomorrow, I am dropping my Project 2020 Nolan Ryan autograph cards. And my last few autos sold very well, especially with this new system, the lowered price, doing it to where I'm just doing them up to the player's numbers, okay? So Nolan Ryan wore number 34, so that means there will be 34 BBDTC silver autos, and number 34 will be a special card, of course, all right? And of course, there will be a one of five gold auto, and I got a feeling that these are gonna do very well from the emails and the fucking DMs and the fact that we're getting really close to the end of this project. Right, and there weren't that many for sale on eBay. I'll be real with you. I checked. I was like, God damn, no one's really selling these. So that means that there's not that many. Like people are collecting these because they want to put the whole entire set together. All right. Now next week, next week I am dropping my Ken Griffey autos. I believe I'm gonna do it on the 24th because he's number 24. All right, my Ken Griffey Auto is going to be dropping on December 24th, and that is going to sell out for sure. That is my most anticipated card of this set, no question. So don't forget tomorrow, the limited edition 31 World Series Dodgers X Tops X BBDTC X Jock Peterson Dual Auto is dropping. All right, and on Saturday, my Nolan Ryan autos are dropping. All right. All right, that's it for the hobby. That's all the talk right there. Okay, now, before we get into my NFL picks, I got to tell you about this big, fucking, huge, crazy giveaway that I'm doing with my boy, Kai Bentley. Okay, so we are giving away a 2020 $36,000 gold Rolex Day-Date 40-millimeter President watch, okay? A real, brand-new Gold Rolly, 
president. Box and card. Box and papers, you know what I'm saying? People say box and papers. It's a fucking card now. All right, they changed the shit in 09. Stop saying box and papers unless you're talking about a paddock or an AP, okay? Now, for this giveaway, all you have to do is go to shopkbl.com, okay? Go to shop. KBL. KBL stands for Kai Bentley. Okay. Go to shopkbl.com to purchase a ticket for $25. Once you enter the contest, you will be automatically emailed to join Kai's Discord if you want to. Now, we are donating proceeds of this giveaway to the Children's Hospital Los Angeles and also to another charity decided by Kai, okay? He did a giveaway a few weeks ago for a $20,000 pair of Dior Jordan 1s. And the guy who won spent $20, legit, no joke. This dude bought one fucking ticket and he won a $20,000 pair of Air Jordan 1 Dior's in his size, okay? So no jokes, no trickery, fully transparent. The giveaway begins right now. It's already started a couple hours ago, right? As of you listen to this podcast in real time, go to at Kai, K-A-I on Instagram and check for the extra details, anything I might have forgot, okay? Fucking $25 is all it takes to enter the giveaway. And you could win a $36,000 gold Rolex, brand new, all right? The winner will be announced on Christmas Day next Friday on Kai's IG Live, I'll be on the live as well, okay? And again, this will be fully transparent. Every single entry will be taken down and put onto a spreadsheet. And then Kai is going to use an automation randomizer to pick the winner. There are two stages of randomization. He mixes it up like 10 times, so it is completely fair and, again, random. This will all be going on right in front of your eyes on video so you don't see no fuck shit, okay? This is going to be sick, and I'm happy that the money, again, from this will go to charity, all right? I cannot enter this contest, but you can. So please go to at Kai's page on IG for all the details, I'll have it on my page too. Someone is going to have the best Christmas of their lives, okay? And you know what? You could buy a $25 ticket as a gift for someone. That's actually a great fucking Christmas gift. Okay, guys? I'm hyped. Real giveaway. Not playing. For real. Okay? So, all right, guys. Are you guys ready for some NFL betting picks? All right, here we go. This episode is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Make sure when you're signing up for a new account, use promo code BENBALLER. They will match any new account with up to $1,000 and free play. All right, guys. It's getting tough. All right. The calls, man, to make these picks this week against the spread, shit ain't easy, but let's fucking go. All right. Tonight, Raiders, minus three, over the Chargers. Raiders need this one, and the Chargers are fucking terrible, okay? Sunday slate, Buffalo Bills, minus six over the Broncos. Lock, only because the Bills are the real deal. Packers, minus eight and a half, 
versus the Panthers. Rodgers and Co. thrive in the cold. Panthers are beat the fuck up. Colts, minus 7.5 versus the Texans. Colts are red hot and need the win against a depleted division rival. Buccaneers, minus 6 versus the Falcons. No Julio Jones for the Falcons. And the Bucks need to lock in. I like the Dolphins, minus 2 versus the Patriots. Lock. Dolphins in a must win, and they will. Now, to my beloved Seahawks. The Seahawks win in a semi-close one, and I'm taking Seattle minus 5.5. I know that's a crazy bet, but I'm taking Seattle minus 5.5 against Washington. Washington defense is decent, but look, Alex Smith, it looks like he's out, not playing. So, look, I like Seattle minus 5.5. Now, sidebar, thank you, Michael Dixon and Quandre Diggs, for sending me my first ever game-worn Seahawks jerseys that shit means everything to me all right appreciate you guys man 12s for life i'm gonna have my boy michael dixon on the podcast soon um vikings minus three and a half versus the bears tough game to call but yo vikings are the better team overall that's the bet i'm choosing right there all right jaguars plus 13 versus the ravens Minshew and the jaguars are good enough to keep this Final score under 13. Now, Niners minus three versus the Cowboys. I almost don't want to bet on this game. But if you got to, Niners minus three. Um, <laughs> this is a fucking crazy bet. Rams minus 17 versus the Jets. Okay, Rams need a statement win to stay in first place. And the Jets are fucking awful. Now, look. 17 points a lot. We beat them by more than that. They need to fucking destroy these motherfuckers. And you know what? I would fucking love if the Jets just fucking played their fucking asses off and beat the Rams so we could go back and be number one in the NFC West. Okay? Eagles plus six versus the Cardinals. I'll take Jalen Hurts with the points. I like this bet. Okay? Now, Cleveland Browns minus four and a half against the Giants. Lock. Giants are shot. They think they're fucking, you know, hot shit because they beat. Look, the Browns get the big bounce back win. Look, this is a fucking lock. Browns four and a half over the fucking bitch ass Giants. Um, Titans versus Lions. Lion isn't out yet, so give me Titans on the money line is a must win. Okay. Sunday night, I got the Chiefs. Minus three and a half versus the Saints should be a great game. This could be the Super Bowl matchup. I doubt it. But the Chiefs have too much firepower in the end. I will choose Monday night's picks on the weekend wrap-up. And those are my betting picks for this weekend. Now, I was browsing through Twitter yesterday, a day before yesterday, and I came across... Linda with the Y, L-Y-N-D-A, came across Linda Carter's account. And uh, if you don't know, she was the OG Wonder Woman. This is for my, my dudes who are over 40, okay? She was the OG Wonder Woman on TV. There was no movie back then. And I think, I think she was my first crush even before Blondie, right? Now, Linda Carter been bad, 
okay? And this woman might be 70. I don't know. She might be over 70. I don't know. And she's still bad, all right? I got a boner looking at this chick on the pair. I was like, what the fuck? She still looks good. And I got this weird thing from MILFs, but not those fucking MILFs that literally look like a fucking grandma. That's not my thing. You see these fucking chicks that got like crazy ass booty and they fucking literally look like fucking the Golden Girls? Not nah, fuck that. I'm not into that look where they look 60, okay? But I don't know. She was talking about the election and she's definitely on the right side of things and she just looked good. Probably had a little surgery. I don't know. She's a Southern girl. I like that. And um, she still got a stacked body. All right, don't get me fucked up. Don't get confused. My wife ain't tripping because I like a fucking 70-year-old lady, so stop all that bullshit. Right? Um, I never actually thought that Dolly Parton was all that fine. I mean, yeah, she had the biggest titties in the world, but she never just, it never did it for me, you know? But speaking of MILFs, I'm going to be on Alexis Texas's, Alexis Texas, going to be on her podcast. And to be brutally honest, I was really impressed on how articulate and witty she was. Cool ass chick, fucking went crazy. Look, listen folks, okay. I never talk about my sex life on BTB or lack of sex life on here because I ain't the same dude as I used to be. But I used to be a scumbag piece of shit and I get down and dirty and nasty with the craziest fucking stories on the Private Talk podcast with Alexis Texas. You definitely don't want to miss that shit. I, I'm telling you, I go a little crazy on there. There is um video, like there's gonna be it's gonna be on YouTube later, but be on the lookout for that episode for audio, which will be coming soon. Okay. Just FYI, I have never been asked those type of questions before like that. And that's why I did her show. It was just it was it was crazy. Like I've never been asked, like never in public ever. Not ever. So definitely check that out. But uh, yo, guess what, guys? That is it. That's all the time we have today. I'm going to check out my farm and get more of this Ben Baller did the strain out in stores, okay? I'm going to keep my ass inside my apartment and order in. Shit is just too crazy right now, and you motherfuckers need to get a grip, all right? Okay, y'all. Look, please be safe. God bless. Please don't forget to keep telling people to subscribe to my podcast, BTB is available everywhere you listen to podcasts. I love you guys. See you back on the weekend wrap up. Yo, Lakey, what's good, bro? Happy holidays, fam. All right, man. Yo, Lakey, take us out of here, bro. Yo, we out, y'all.